Hi, welcome to a brand new episode of Peace, Love, Avocado with Vuhasio. My daughter joined school this week and it's been a beautiful moment every morning and every evening picking her up from the gate and dropping her off every day as she gets into the van, says a very cheerful bye, I love you and zooming off to school and picking her up every day and seeing the excitement she has when she runs to hug me and within the week I have thought of what to share with my listeners on Friday and I thought why not share the beautiful memories I've gathered with my kid throughout the years as she's now beginning a new chapter of education and I'm beginning a new chapter of self-employment so how I found out I was pregnant is that I had missed my period for like two months and I remember texting a very good friend of mine and saying I think I messed up and obviously he was concerned because he probably thought something wrong but he was very encouraging and told me that you know what I'm sending you money go and get tested if it's positive we're gonna figure it out if it's negative you're gonna have to start being careful and I was like okay that's fine um my friends Rachel and Sharon were cooking because we're in uni so she was they were cooking and there are a few things that we had run out of and I was the willing participant to go and get the ingredients so I remember leaving and checking that clinic and be like okay cool when I'm done I'll pass by there get the results head back which was easy so I remember buying everything and my mind is panicking. I'm thinking, what if I'm pregnant? But what if I'm not? In my head, it was, if I was pregnant, I was, I, I was either going to abort or still going to keep it. If I was not dead ass, I was going to break up with the guy because I was just like, you know what? I'm not willing to risk it again like this. So I was like, I, I'd rather be single. It's going to be easier for me. Not did, no, it's not like, I didn't I also knew that if I was pregnant I would still break up with the guy. I was just in the midst of that final push of the relationship. I was like, you know what, I can't do it anymore. Story for another day. So I get to the clinic, the doctor asks me my name, info, I give it to him, he draws my blood, he checks, then he comes back, he leaves with the blood, he comes back like ten minutes later and is like, Yeah, it's positive. And I'm like, what do you mean it's positive? Like, am I sick? Do I have an illness? He's like, no, you're pregnant. For a brief two minutes, I was in shock. I had tears in my eyes. And all I could think of is that I had disappointed not just myself. I disappointed my mom. I disappointed my family. How is that going to raise a child? What like what were the plans? I was going to stay in uni and then figure it out when I'm going to labor. Like I was trying to calculate every single step, but it wasn't adding up. So I left. I left the clinic, wiped off my tears, headed back to hostel. And I remember now walking up the stairs is when it was the reality was kicking in, and it was not a good kick it was a hard kick because i remember going the first flight and the reality of like yo you're gonna be a mom 
or you're gonna abort. The choice, again, the choice is yours, but still, this is the this is what is happening right now. Going the second flight, and I remember meeting uh, an associate of ours, and she was like, "Yo, are you okay?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm good." And she's like, "You you don't look okay." And I was like, "No, no, no, I'm okay." I get to our floor, and I remember just taking the ingredients to the house, and Evan asking me like, "Yo, are you good?" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm fine." Then my friend Rachel was in her room, and I remember just banging on her door, banging, and I was like, "Rachel, I need you." She comes out, and she could see the tears in my eyes, and then I just told her, "I'm pregnant," and what she hugged me. She did not even hug me. She enveloped me in a hug. And I was just there panicking. I did not know what to do. I did not... Nothing was making sense. One plus one was not giving me two. It was giving me 20. And I remember her telling me that the choice eventually is yours. The choice is yours. Whether you keep the baby or you abort. But no matter what, I'm going to be there. And true to the word despite us having arguments and not talking for long periods of time is that when push came to shove or when the rubber hit the road she stuck with me she stuck with me and I remember just I remember we smoked because I was just like you know what I can't I can't deal with this because from there is when things just went, went downhill you know and it was the year that I got saved. It's the year that I got born again. Because in my head, I thought that if I got born again, then things will get easier. I did not know that things will just go just like a slope heading down, full speed. So getting to know, getting to find out I was pregnant, sharing the info with friends, because I told... Um, I told my friend Rachel, I told obviously the father of the child and what he said was it's going to be a story for another day and then yeah so then I moved back because I was studying in Uganda, moved back to Kenya and I remember now us trying to juggle on how we're going to do this because I decided I was going to keep the child. In my head it wasn't her fault that she's being born now because the fault was ours. We didn't choose protection. We were all over in our heads because we were not thinking with our heads. Rather, we were thinking with our hearts because when people are in love, that's what they do. Or infatuated. Not in love, infatuated. So then my next memory is seeing my baby bump girl, feeling her kicks, which were quite forceful. Quite forceful, I will not lie. Then labor, again, a story for another day, a story for another day, because every time I remember it, I just remember like the feeling of contractions, which is not a really good, good memory to remember. I remember now her being born and seeing her beautiful head of hair and hearing her first cry. And I remember praying over my kid because no matter what our life was going to be after that, that moment of me just praying and declaring things over my child was something I knew I was going to treasure for the rest of my life. And I remember praying and I remember checking them checking her vitals because she didn't cry as soon as she came out. She didn't cry. So I was panicking. 
and the doctor was like it's okay it's okay just just relax she's fine she's fine and she got checked they checked the scale she was good 3.4 kgs yes um i remember the first night we spent together she was not much of a crier she was sleeping through the night or like long hours of the night um i remember giving her her first bath it was so it was such a delicate moment because i had never given a child a bath like it baby a day two days old months my brother my cousins but my own child that was something special because i remember i we i sang songs there was worship music playing in the background and it was just a beautiful moment i won't lie um i remember her taking her first steps her first words which were jj she said a cousin's name she not she was not even bothered with my name which is okay and i remember seeing her take her first steps and seeing her go in, seeing her interact with older children because she loved going outside playing with older children and seeing when i was working in a toxic work environment again another story for a story for another day those are three stories that i would have to keep my word and calling her every night to try and see if she's okay if she misses me and the girl was not bothered she was not bothered which is okay because again we needed time away from each other because we were so much to we were so in tune and always together that the time apart was like breathing space for me not that i was complaining yeah then her talking making up making sentences then being fully potty trained then coming to the farm and seeing her blossom into the person that she is running around talking to my friends on phone whenever they would call and she was like who is that and i'm like it's georgie or it's ayimba or it's rachel or it's letty or it's bobo or it's debbie like wanting to know who i'm talking to and the first time i remember trying to date as a single mom i remember this person love bombed me and made me have such a beautiful fantasy in my head of how he was going to integrate into our lives and i remember setting her so much apart that i did not want to introduce them to each other because i knew if things go south she would be wondering and i would be left with two hearts to to heal which i did not honestly have the space because i my heart itself was broken enough that i was not able to think of the capacity i would have to be at to heal to sort of heal and i put healing quotations two broken hearts so she's been sort of like my secret not really secret because i do post i do share about my child i do talk about her in in any conversation with my friends with people who know her but she's kind of like a very protected space of mine or a protected space in my heart and in person of someone i would not want to introduce to everyone and seeing her go to school just brought back so many memories and i just thought i would share a few and that 
at times we when something hap- when something bad or good happens we tend not to live in the moment because we don't think it's significant enough until when we're in the pit and we need motivation or we're in the pit and we need some form of feel good and our memories are that memories are kind of like keepsakes of good and bad things that happen that push us to be stronger or motivate us or make us value the people that we have you know and it's been it's been a ride both to see my child grow and to see her develop into the person she is hi and that's zola till next time peace love avocado